Whoa! Ah. That's the sound of it. It's 2018. <gasps> That's a good noise. <laughs> um, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm Riley, is what I was gonna say. Uh -huh. I'm here with Kindred. I'm gonna turn down my mic because I'm already being very loud. Oh, nice. Um, you're listening to Come At Me, an extremely important podcast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, today we are not doing what we normally do. We're mm. starting off the new year with a little switcheroo. Woo. Woo. So today we're going to be talking about um, an album that I told Kendra to listen to a while ago with the mm -hmm. um, caveat that she might not like it, but I like it. Right. This is by George Clanton. Mm -hmm. um, and the album is called 100% Electronica, but we did the bonus tracks album because I actually prefer it. Yes. So that's actually uh, contrary to what I think we said in our previous like seven minute episode. Not that any yeah. of you guys probably like listen to it, which is I mean, fine. Yeah, probably some of them did. <laughs> Maybe. Well, you listened to the wrong one. So. I mean. <laughs> hey. They're comparable. They're comparable. Yeah. Go listen to the bonus tracks. It's it's better, I think. Yeah. Anyway, Kindred, what'd you think? Um, I enjoyed it. I, um, I got it on Spotify, as one does, and mm -hmm. I listened to it on my drive home from work, because I had to work these three days uh, after Christmas, so that was a bummer. Mm -hmm. But there was no traffic, um, and then today, <laughs> while I was, I was putting makeup on, and I put, I was listening to it on my headphones, and I think that's where I really was like, yeah, no, this is very good. Um, yeah, that's definitely a different experience. Yeah, because in the car, the like the engine drowns out even no matter how loud I was playing it. Like there's still like the subtleties of the electronica style music that mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I can't pick up. And then on headphones, I was like, oh fuck yeah, this is good. I mean, it's all. It was all just. I highly enjoyed it. I have I have no negative things to say about it. Just well, just good. good things. So. <laughs> I'm a little yeah. surprised, honestly. Oh really. I thought you were going to be like, yeah, it's all right. No, um, it, was, it was really good. I, so I was quickly Googling mm -hmm. about this album in the hopes of having something to say other than, I like it. Right. Um, and so what I knew coming into this, mm -hmm. uh, George Clanton is, I think, from the town that I live in right now. Oh, okay, cool. If not from it, he lived here for a while. He, he lives in New York right now. Okay. Um, Josh and him are at least acquaintances. Oh, that's just fun. They might be friends. I don't know much. Oh. I know <laughs> I, like, briefly met George Clanton uh, a few years ago very awkwardly, and it was like, hi, uh -huh. hi, and then, like, I was like, who was that? Right. But um, I had first listened to him several, maybe, like, five years ago. Yeah. Under the name Mirror Kisses, which his, was his, like, mm. I don't know, stage name. I don't know what you call okay. that. Okay, okay. Um, which is great, and I really liked it because it's, like, very 80s, but it's, like, if the 80s music was all great. Okay. And then um, he also has another project under the name Esprit. That might be how it's pronounced. Oh, okay, yeah. Which I also like. Which is also, I think, a brand at, like, Walmart, Walmart. right? Yeah. Actually, I think it's East Spirit, but damn it. Oh, still. Damn it. <laughs> Basically the same. <laughs> right. Um, but he's got all of these all these crazy names. But oh. uh, as I was Googling it today, it was like, apparently the genre is not electronica, and I don't oh. know shit about anything. Oh. Apparently, I mean, the album is called 100% electronica, so one I mean, might venture uh, to think. I was going to say, there's no room left for doubt that it was electronica. <laughs> I guess it's, like, called Vaporwave. Okay. Um, which oh. I didn't look into any oh. further. But it's it was, like, some bullshit article on some uh -huh. bullshit website talking about oh, yeah. how the, it's, like, internet-based music. Uh, and I was like, what does that mean? I, I'm so confused. And, like, okay. I get the, like, kind of, like meme side of stuff like his uh -huh. his covers will have like dolphins on them and weird like yeah. shit I don't know yeah I'm explaining this so well <laughs> I just like to what was it called vapor vaporwave vaporwave yeah and just maybe it has some people vaping like next to it <laughs> just 
like I don't know. like on the beach yeah like on the, I don't know it's just vaporwave style music listen to it I it's think cool. every week like every week more and more um at least I slowly real reveal like how inept I am at actually reviewing things <laughs> And I, oh, I do, oh, don't count me out of that. I do too, because uh, serious. Uh, Riley and I were briefly discussing this before we started recording, but <laughs> she was like, this is going to be a short episode, and I was like, I know. I was like, all I'm going to be able to say is, it was good. Yeah, I mean, there's, I'm glad that you listened to it, and I'm glad that you liked it. Yeah. Um, um, it's very dancey. It's very yeah. clubby. I, I know you said that you saw him live. I think you saw one of his shows. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I think it, I think it, he'd be very fun to see live because it was so fun. So I, I saw him, I don't know. I'm really bad at time. Maybe (laughs) eight months ago. Shit. I I don't know. Yeah. You, cause you recommended this to me like probably six ish months ago, whatever time it is. Well, I think actually it might've even been longer because I had, I remember I had my short hair. I cut all my hair off like exactly a year ago. Uh huh. I remember being very self-conscious about everything all the time because oh, of my short okay. hair. Oh, oh, yeah, that's what it does. Yeah, I was just like, oh, my God, everyone's <laughs> judging me and my hair. Life is weird. But, yeah. Um, yeah, he played a show, and I just remember, I remember, like, that I had met him, but I didn't, mm-hmm. I'd never, like, seen him play or anything. And he had this backdrop behind him of all these, like, LED lights, like, displaying, oh. like, the McDonald's logo. Oh. And... Just weird shit, like... Huh. You felt like you were being um, brainwashed. Interesting. What's what's that word? Uh, Subliminal Yeah, subliminal messaging, yeah. Like, it's... But it was really, really just fun, and I had a a real good time. That's good. That sounds... Yeah. That... I think that's exactly what it evokes. And his voice is cool on the tracks that he does sing, yeah. or, you know, kind of talk sings. It's like, yeah, oh, I, I like the, just, the sound of his voice. Yeah, I agree. Um, did you listen to the other album that's not the bonus tracks at all? Um, no, I didn't. <laughs> okay, well, never mind. <laughs> I was wondering what your thoughts were on that. Because I had listened to the bonus tracks before I listened to the other one. Okay. And the other one is good, too. I, it just uh-huh. doesn't, like, doesn't get me in the same way. It's, like, not as fun. Oh, and that's too bad, because, I mean, really what this album is, is it's just, like, it is fun. I mean, they're definitely fun, but it just isn't, like, it's not as, I don't know, like, hooky, I guess? Okay. I know a lot about music. Yeah, no, the, this terminology that we're able to throw around <laughs> is really impressive. I, I don't know if you guys understand what I meant by that. I meant, like, sometimes songs have hooks, you know, and, like... <laughs> it gets real hooky. So, like, if it's, like, hooky, then, like, there's a lot of them, you know? <laughs> oh, hooky, right. Um, I, uh, what I liked about it was the, it reminds me of a lot of other things that I like, <laughs> Um, hmm. just, like, vaguely. Like, I get some, like, Empire of the Sun in there, and some, um, what was that? Future Islands that you told me oh, to listen yeah. to. Just, like, uh, some of that, like, just very dancey, poppy, and I like yeah. that. It's, I it's think just, Future Islands... Just good. <clears throat> Let's, on a side note, I think Future Islands just came out with a new album, because I was on oh. YouTube the other day, and I uh-huh. had an ad from Apple something that was, like... Okay. Future Islands, the new album. And I was like, what is this ad from? And what is it telling me? But anyways, check that out. Oh, cool. Well, I mean, I've only ever listened to their singles album, which is awesome because it's all singles. And it's just like, I want to... That's a good dance album, their singles album. (laughs) Yeah. See, and that to me, it's really interesting because that I listen to as well. Uh And I don't really care for it. Yeah. And and it's not like I don't like it Mm -hmm. individually. Uh Uh-huh. But even I listen to one of their just, like, album albums, and it's mm-hmm. like that. It's like they're all singles, and I get the point of that. But for me, the way I listen to music, I think almost always, mm-hmm. is, like, I'll sit down and I'll listen to an entire album, like, start to finish. Mm-hmm. And I like to have, like, some kind of... It doesn't have to, like, tell me some great story or anything, but... Mm-hmm. It has to be not just so, like, unitonal. Right. And the Future Island stuff to me, though I like each song individually, mm-hmm. I can't just sit down and listen to a whole album because it's all, like, 
it's like the same song over and over again, like very similar rhythms, very similar right. like uh, builds, very similar right. like everything. And I like it. I like mm-hmm. his voice and I like the style and it's like, uh, what's that song? Like the Moon is so, everyone fucking loves that song. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. But listening to a whole album of that is really like overwhelming to me. Mm-hmm. But oh, this and- isn't and I don't know why. That's interesting. Well, because I, and I think we've probably said this on the podcast before, just how we listen to music, but like all mm-hmm. I listen to when I first, when someone recommends an album, I'll listen to the album probably five to 10 times. Mm-hmm. And then for the majority, once I get like familiar with it and like, and yes, there are albums that need to be listened through like in their entirety, like obviously Neutral Milk Hotel and like Joy Division, Unknown Pleasures, and all you know, all that, Stuff all that like sort meant of music, to be like that, right? Yeah. So meant to be like an album. But then after that, I listen to all my music on shuffle, which is because that's just fun for me. Yeah. I like on my commute home, I listen to podcasts on my drive to work, and then on my commute home, I hit shuffle, and then you know, I'll get, I'll, I'll get like just one of the Future Island songs, and then I'll get something else, you know. So I don't have to listen to yeah. it as an album. But I get I, it is very unitonal if you listen to ten of those songs in a row. But they're fun to have come up on shuffle. Very fun. Yeah, and I guess I used to listen to my music like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't even like pinpoint when I stopped doing that. Hmm. But it's like, I don't know. I guess to me, it's like an album. I don't know. And maybe this is just my perspective. I, mm-hmm. I've never made an album before, so this <laughs> right. is just bullshit that I came up with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, an album should be created with the intention that it is like a like a book, you know? It's like something that's intended to be digested hmm. together, even though mm-hmm. it's individual songs. And so, to me, like, when an artist has an album that I can't sit through, it it Mm -hmm. like strikes me as a weakness interesting that's huh and I've always just and I think maybe it comes from my love of Ben Folds where like he'll have six really awesome amazing songs and then like three really shitty ones on an album so I like I don't care because I know I'll add all those songs and I'll listen to those songs but like fuck password like I don't give a shit about password yeah, and um, I feel like that's I have like such little patience. If there's mm-hmm. like more more than three. Yeah. If there's oh well, there's a fun sound from my computer. Um <laughs> like maybe three songs that I don't love I can put mm-hmm. up with. Yeah. But even that is like pushing it. Like if there's mm-hmm. three songs on an album that I don't like, I'm just gonna be like, This album is not good. Oh, interesting. Even if and maybe I'll go back to like certain tracks, but like mm-hmm. um Angel Olsen. Uh, fuck, I don't remember what is. She, that's another one I recommended to you, Kindred. Oh, see, we're, this is why we're doing this one time. Just I kidding. know. Let's see, what's it called? Oh, she just came out with a new album, cool. Um, it's called My Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and this album I love until, uh-huh. let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, until track seven. Okay. And then there's four tracks in a row. Mm-hmm. That are so fucking like downers mm-hmm. that I like. I'll listen to the first seven songs mm-hmm. and then I don't even listen to the rest. But you did just say you love the album. So do you love the album or do you not love the album? I love the first seven tracks, and that's the okay. thing is like so. In but, my so you head, wouldn't say that you love the album though. And that's yeah, and that's why I picked okay. George Clanton over this album okay. is because like even though the first seven songs I think are really fucking great, mm-hmm. and I listen to those songs all the time. They're like mm-hmm. some of my like go to songs. By the time it hits like the seventh or eighth track, mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh fuck, here it goes. And so it ta- does it takes like a steep drop to just like unlistenable, and not that they're bad songs, but it's like that over and over again. I can't. I just can't sit through it. So does that lower her in your eyes? Yeah, it really does. It does. And and not that she's not an amazingly talented person, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like I've tried to listen to some of her other albums, her other mm-hmm. records, and I like don't really care for them. Hmm. And so when when there's these people that have like half of an album that's amazing, and then you right. really have to sift through to find other stuff that connects with you, mm-hmm. it. 
I don't I don't know what to make of it because I don't think well, it's like a fluke. Like I don't think they just like magically made seven songs that I love and everything else is shit because it's not. Right. But it's like what happened <laughs> with well, these I songs? Think, well, I think what it is is uh, the way I I view that instance is um, like I don't listen to country music and I, I mm. won't go as far as to say like I hate it because I know there are some songs out there that are fine. But like if you were to give me like let's say a Taylor Swift album or some mm. other, I don't even have like a relevant, like she's like country. not even a country artist. She's not anymore. even country. Yeah. Okay. L- oh, hang on. Let me try and pull something out of my ass. Uh, like give me, okay. Give me like a Luke Bryan album. Okay. Okay. M- there might be maybe one song on there that's catchy and that I might like. Okay. Mm. And then the rest of like the nine other songs, I'll be like, these are fucking terrible. And even the one I'll probably be like, this is whatever. But yeah. there are so there are just millions and millions of people out there that probably love the entire album. So I yeah. mean, so it's not that it's a so in my view, and it's the same thing with Ben Folds because like Ben Folds, there are songs on all of his albums, and I'm like, this is just stupid. But like there garbage. is right, but there is a part of his crowd, and my dad always calls it um, the the frat boy side of his audience that yeah. like those songs. So, right. I mean, so, I mean, it's just, I guess it's just all in perspective. It's like, so I, I maybe that's why I'm forgiving. Cause I'm like, I love Ben Fold so much. Like if he wants to pander to his other part of the audience, like whatever. Well, and that's me. another side of him too. That right. just doesn't connect with you. But I also right. think that made me think about like a really big part of, um, I won't say music, but I'll say mm-hmm. like the business of music, I guess, mm-hmm. is just aesthetic. Yeah. Like, a big part of it, especially when I was younger, was, like, Mm -hmm. I would find these people and I would fall in love with them. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't know, Morrissey. Just just a little. Just a little. And, and like, you'll sift through his shitty solo stuff to find the really good solo stuff because you're Mm -hmm. in love with him. Right. And there is great solo stuff. There is, but it it is not as concentrated. No, and no. I and I mean, and there's some people who I who probably think it's all amazing, and that's oh, great. Oh, my dad and Nene have seen Morrissey in concert. I've seen him twice, and they've probably seen him four times after. Mm-hmm. I like I had to stop going to concerts because it is just too much for all of my mental like things. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but you know, he's had two just his latest two solo albums are absolute garbage when I listen to them. I'm like, there's not, there's not a single song on here that I care for, but like Nene and my dad will talk, they've like studied them. And then they're like, no, this song is, he's got like three good songs on each. And I'm like, I don't care. They're like three good shit. songs is like se- like and I'm they not aren't gonna good. get sold from that. That's just no. not gonna get me. No. Like try to try to give that to anyone who's not just in love with Morrissey. Like well, right. His most right? recent album has three good songs. I know. Like, good, not even and, like amazing, not right. even. And I mean, I'm even forgiving to Morrissey, but like yeah. no, like I'm not gonna listen to that. I'm gonna go listen to the Smiths because right. <laughs> fuck that. It's that I more consistently love. Like with the Smiths, yeah. I think. Out of Their everything they recorded, awesome. <laughs> out of everything Every they recorded, <laughs> there's probably like five songs I don't care for, yep. and it's not even yep. that I hate them. I'm just like, oh, no, yeah, I can take I'll it just, or leave it. Exactly. And the rest, I'm like, yeah, this is my jam. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Every, yeah, there, I think that's the exact number I would say. It's like there's probably five songs from the entire Smiths disc- discography. That yeah. I'm like, eh, eh, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. I think, and maybe that's here's here's the thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know this because uh, we're human friends in human yes. life, not just podcast yes. world. Oh, I'm yes. about to turn 25. In fact, when this podcast comes out, I shall be 25. Oh, yes. Happy, happy. What day does this come? I don't have a new calendar. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> My birthday is on Friday in a week. So it will release on your birthday. So I'll say happy birthday. <laughs> to you so it sounds like it's Thanks, happening guys. on your birthday oh wow it's my birthday today it's so amazing i had an amazing day good <laughs> so i was talking to my piano teacher today mm-hmm. and i was like did you have a quarter life crisis uh-huh. and he was like you know i don't think i did and i was like huh okay never oh. mind <laughs> i oh. feel like um and i'm gonna bring this all back i promise that's okay I feel like I'm starting to feel, like, curmudgeonly, and mm-hmm. not that I haven't always felt that. And I know, 25, like, everyone laugh at me for feeling old or whatever. But right. 
when I was like 13, I felt like a 60 year old woman. Mm-hmm. And there's always part of me that just feels like a grumpy old, like, person. Yeah. And the older I get, the more I actually am that grumpy old person and less so like a 16 year old who relates to that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like my patience with things is significantly lowered. Hmm, I can as see I that. age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's, it's like I'm not going to take the time. I don't know. Like I use – I feel like with music or movies or books or whatever, mm-hmm. if I got into something, I would finish it just to yeah. like give it a chance. Yeah. And I still try to do that. And maybe I'll give everything one chance. Okay. But that's that's like – that's it. Even if, like if – you might not even get that. Right. And so, like, with music, if it's not something that really connects with me, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm too old for this shit. Like, I'm not going <laughs> right. to try to find the art in it. I'm not going to uh-huh. try to, like, I'm not going to try to make this become something if, if it's, it's not, not. If it's not art, it's not art. <laughs> and, and not that everything even has to be art, like, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to try to dissect something until I can put meaning into it. Right. The meaning and should I, be almost inherent. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like bringing it back to this album that we're still uh-huh. discussing. Yeah. This, I don't feel like this album makes any pretense. Yeah. No. I think it, honestly, the lyrics are pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And if you, like, try to hear them, they're great. Yeah. And you, I don't yeah. even think you can look them up. Um, but, like, Kill You in Bed... I really uh-huh. like that. Bleed yes. is, like, one of my favorites. I was going to say, my favorite one on the album is Bleed. Oh, it's so good. The only one I don't like is It Makes the Babies Want to Cry. Yeah, China too. remix. And yeah. I don't really care for the original version either. It's just yeah. like, eh. But Bleed is amazing. Notice uh-huh. Me is great. Did I Flounder? Yeah. They're all great. Yeah, and they, they all are. have these interesting lyrics that aren't just like, we're going to dance all night, everybody. Dancing, we're dancing, partying. Dance. Let's right. go snort in the bathroom. We're at a club. <laughs> oh, oh well, if you insist, let's Which I, I mean, you know, so live your life. Do, what I, do whatever you want. But, like, I don't, I'm not, I don't know. I was about to say something, but it's not true. I was going to say I'm not really into, like, electronic music. Mm-hmm. But um, I love to put on... Like, 100% Electronica radio on Spotify now. Okay. And I like, like, half of the stuff. And I don't know what phase this is in my life that I'm becoming someone who's into this music. Hmm. But it's just, like, it's just fun and it's interesting. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I sound really old right now. But it's, like, it's just not the same old shit. And maybe it is, but to me it's not because I haven't listened to it. Right. Well, and I think that's part of the reason, and I know you don't care for the Caro Caro Bonito, but I think that's one of the reasons. No, I, I, I grew to appreciate it. Okay. And I think that's one of the reasons, like, I liked it was because it is just so not what I listen to every day. I was like, yeah. oh, this is fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. this is catchy. And, you know, and you, you had said, like, you're just when things, like, drop you know, mm-hmm. the drop in all the songs. I don't listen to songs with drops. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Maybe, I, but this is, this is infinitely better than Caro Caro Bonito. I can, I can tell you that much. Yeah. But. I just, there's something about this and I can't even like pinpoint it, but mm-hmm. I just like really passionately enjoy this whole album and I can listen yeah. to it just like on repeat. The only song I don't, the only song like I want to skip is the last one, which yeah. is, you know, nice. Yeah, yeah but, for sure. They're all just great. They are. Music is just weird, and I feel like, I feel like I had such a different, I feel like your relationship with music evolves a lot as you get older. Yeah, yeah. oh, for sure. It's like you start off, I, I don't know, I'm not going to say you, I'm going to say me, because I don't <laughs> okay. know how everyone's music <laughs> okay. life starts out, but like, I was a kid, and all the music I mostly heard was like, shit on the TV, mm-hmm. shit on the radio with whoever's driving, yeah. or... Um, like my mom would play the carpenters when she cleaned and my dad mm-hmm. would play queen. Yeah. And, um, that was like my relationship with music until like well into age, like 12 probably. Yeah. And then I was like, maybe other music exists. Maybe I should right. see what else is out there. And I remember like buying CDs of shit that I saw on like MTV mm-hmm. or no VH1. Oh, yeah, of course. A lot of VH1 
as a child. Yes. And so then I just, like, listened to, like, pop music and thought I was really cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. Like, there's so much out there, and it's so overwhelming. And I yeah. guess that's where it comes in that I don't have patience with it because it's like, well, I'm sure there's something better. There's something that I would connect with, so I'm not going to waste my time with this. Interesting. Um, I can see that. When we were in, I want to say maybe ninth and 10th grade, it was one mm-hmm. of the summers. I, it must have been the summer in between ninth and 10th grade. But I was at a family reunion in Bear Lake, and um, we... We were doing this thing. You had started it, but uh, you were listening to all of the songs on your iPod in alphabetical order. Oh, yeah. I love doing that. Yeah. And I think you did that a couple times. And I remember, I think I only made it through once, but it was when I was on at my family reunion not talking to any of my family as <laughs> I go back and listen to our Thanksgiving episode. Um, but it's that side of the family. But um, yeah. no, I think, and that's that's a very different... I mean, then how you listen to music now, like... Well, and it's weird, too, because that was, like... That was... I had an iPod, like, shuffle. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I... The cap was, like, 326 songs or something. Yeah. Like, I think it was maybe two gigabytes. Yeah. Oh, you... you Antiquated technology. Yeah, and I remember that seemed like all the music on Earth was, like, on Mm -hmm. my little square. Yeah. And I would, like... Yeah, I I could listen to every song within, like, a couple weeks. Uh Uh-huh. Like, pretty easily. And now it's, like, that's, that thought is hilarious and right. impossible. Right. Yeah. And, I, like, it's really fun. And I, it's fun because I think, like, I think, like, everyone, mm-hmm. your friends show you stuff that they're into. And then, right. like, slowly your own taste, like, molds into this, like, little weird clay monster of what you're into. Yeah. But, like, thinking about stuff that you showed me... And that, like, Linda showed me, and Cameron, Mm -hmm. and Josh, Mm -hmm. and Quinn. Shout out to you, Quinn. You'll never listen to this. Um, And just, like, all these random people throughout my life. My dad, especially. Right. um, Until you, like, figure out... I guess taste is just so freaking interesting. Yeah. Because there's stuff that, like, I will listen to and immediately be like, ah, no, I don't like it. Or stuff Uh that I'm immediately like, yes, this connects with me. And it's like, why? Right. Why does it, why do I not like this when everyone, not everyone, but when tons right. of people do? Why can why I not I like get through this? a Luke Bryan album when everybody else I know. loves Luke Bryan? Kindred, that, you know, that's something you should talk to your therapist about when you get a Truly. chance. Truly. Well, he's in the hospital, so. <laughs> Hashtag pray for therapy. Therapist. Oh, no. I was trying to think of like a French name for a therapist and I went with Therapy. <laughs> Therapy. Therapy. Uh, oh, now I can't come up with a French one either. Um, I do want to just head back to the quick, just a quick, quick side note on something mm-hmm. you said like 20 minutes ago. But um, when you were telling your piano teacher um, about, did you, ha- asking him, did you have a quarter life crisis? Yeah. Um, I texted, I was texting Linda, you know, Linda, we all know Linda, Everyone but it was Linda. maybe two or three months ago and I was, was having a hard time. And then I was anticipating having an even harder time in February when I turned 25. <laughs> And yeah. I was like, Linda, I just want you to know I'm going to have the biggest quarter life crisis. <laughs> she was like, she's like, no, don't. <laughs> and I was like, you don't know. Anyway, so Riley, if you like have a super, just, just so you know, if you like have a super big crisis, mine isn't far behind. So I don't know what that's going to do wait. to the podcast, but like. It's going to just end. <laughs> right. We can't, we just can't, guys. Sorry. I'll, like, put a post up on the website. Like, both of us turned 25 and, like... And we, we freaked the fuck out. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how, like, real we want to get. We've only been talking for 29 <coughs> minutes, so I feel like I can say whatever I want. Please do. Let's get let's get real. Like, to, to be honest, honestly, TBH, honestly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, This week has been really shitty. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. And, like, I, I'm trying to resist the urge of what I normally do, which is, like, oh, well, I just have depression. Right. Which is, like, you know, a thing. But yeah. also, right. you know, shouldn't just be, like, the answer to all woes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I keep feeling, I don't know. It sounds so stupid coming out of my mouth because, yeah. I'm just turning 25. Like, right. I, am a, I am a baby child, and I'm right. aware of that. 
but like 25 is a fourth of 100. I'm you probably gonna not going to live to 100. Yeah, exactly. I mean, not I mean, to be a downer, on, but Kindred, like. I might. I'm sorry. I know God. I won't. I won't. I went to the gym yesterday. I might. <laughs> oh, fair enough. You're actually, Riley, I'm really sorry I said that. You're right. But, like, I'm feeling the weight of, like, age and time. And, yeah. like, I guess the main thing I'm feeling is just how like unsuccessful I am in the eyes of people who define success as like money or I don't even fucking know what I think success is. Right. But I just, I feel like I should be doing something more important with my life than I am. But at the same time, I know that's silly and like I do, I have a great life and I really enjoy my life. Mm -hmm. Like, 80% 80% of the time, maybe even 90%, like a very large percentage of the time, I'm very happy. Yeah. yeah. But then every once in a while, I'm, I'm, you know, turning 25 or whatever. Right. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm an adult. Like, if I was a teenager, I would think I was an adult. Right. And, and I'm an adult who doesn't think of themselves as an adult. And maybe I need to start fucking seeing myself as an adult and, like, getting shit done. But then yeah. what would I do? I don't even know. Right. Well, and I mean, we've already we've already mentioned my therapist. That wasn't a joke. <laughs> no. I, mean, I think I, I got my therapist uh, pretty soon after I told Linda that I was going to have a hor- horrific quarter-life crisis. But, yeah. I mean, it's just, it really is. We're at such a weird age, and I'm, like, I feel like I'm absolutely doing nothing. And I And part of it is because I still feel like... I did when I was in high school. I mean, Mm -hmm. like, I I still treat um, adults the way that I did when I was in high school, which is like... Like, you're an adult and I'm a child. Right. But, like, also, when I was a child, I also only got along with adults. Right. (laughs) You know? So it's weird to have some sort of, like, now I have to work with a bunch of adults who are, you know, in their 40s and I'm 24 almost 25 and Mm -hmm. I should be able to interact with them as their equal but I still feel like a 16 year old pretending like she's 25 you know that's interesting because I I've kind of always equated that with my height like I uh feel like I feel like a little kid because I'm smaller than everyone physically right but obviously like that's not your case so it's interesting to me that you feel the same way yeah oh I, I definitely do and I don't I don't know. I don't know what it is. So if my therapist wasn't in the hospital, I'd talk to him about it on Saturday, <laughs> but he is. So. Well, I feel like I still feel like I'm perceived as a child and that's yeah. constantly um, validated by people guessing my age as like 17 years old. Oh, interesting. Um, but I think I you're definitely think... perceived as an adult. Well, I see. And I, you tell me that and I still feel, and I, no, actually I get that, but I sometimes, well, also on our Thanksgiving episode, when I said, I feel like my extended family might think I'm autistic. <laughs> I think I also like, I'm very worried about being perceived as, not that there's anything wrong, you guys, I don't mean to be offensive, but as yeah. being perceived as like autistic. And that's a weird thing, and I don't know where it stems from. But that so is very strange. I just I I guess trying to um, I don't know maybe our our age we're trying to impress things upon people and we're not sure what to impress upon them or how to do it. Well, and I think that can easily, like I think we can easily stem that back to, um feeling like outcasts like for Mm -hmm. all of life oh yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) like i i can't speak for you directly you 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 can though probably (laughs) but like i have always seen myself as like just just off the mark of fitting in yep like like i can mingle and uh-huh. I can like you know be part of the sh- the shindig, yeah, but, I'm, yeah. but I'm definitely on the border right. of things, if not like one step out of it. Yep. But I also like I've talked to Josh about this, and uh-huh. I think maybe like like most people feel that way. Most people who aren't just like literally your, I don't know how to say this without sounding like a bitch, but like you know without people who like really see themselves as like charismatic, outgoing right. people, people. Right. I think maybe for like the chunk of us who do have like like social situations are like maybe not our forte in our minds even if we do fine (laughs) right but we perceive those to be difficult situations I think maybe you just always kind of like 
I feel like I'm always, like, dipping my toe, like, testing right. the water of, like, do these people, do I fit in here? Do these uh-huh. people, do these people think that I fit in here? Yeah. Because it's, like, I'm no, not that's cool good... enough to, like, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not cool enough to, like, be one of the cool outsider people. Right. Oh, me neither. <laughs> and I'm not, like, uh, sane enough <laughs> yeah. to be one of the, like, cool insider people. Mm-hmm. But this is also all in my head, and I bet, like, if you right. ask people that I associate with, they'd be like, no, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's that's the weird thing, is that um, if you just ask people, everybody's so in their heads about themselves, mm-hmm. it's like, nobody's thinking about us. I mean, yeah. they are, but they're not analyzing us to the point that we think that they are. But that doesn't stop me from not having any friends or going out in public, so. So, you know. (laughs) So, anyway, um, speaking of going out in public, um, I just went and saw The Force Awakens. Not, nope, Um, hang on. No spoilers, oh my god. Hang on. The Last Jedi. I called it the wrong name. I just went and saw (laughs) The Force Awakens. (laughs) Whoops. Um, Oh, I won't give any spoilers. I just want to say I didn't like it. Um, It was, (gasps) it was, it was fine. But as we were walking out of the theater, I looked at my mom and I was like, if they would have let me know, I would have written it for them. I didn't know they needed a writer. Oh, God. And so, I don't know. If you see it, let me, uh, Riley, I'm sure you'll let me know what you think. But anyway. I'm planning on seeing it and I'll certainly let you know. Okay, good. But, um, um, we'll see. But yeah, anyway, just being out in public, even that, like I had to, we had to wait in line. I was with my whole family. We had to like wait in line for tickets and I'm, I just get like... I get just an insane amount of self-conscious. Nobody's even looking at me, but it's yeah. like, it is so exhausting for me to just be out in a casual public setting. It's, it's yeah. bizarre. And it's, it's, it's only gotten worse. I don't, I mean, I've always never, I've never been comfortable, but I've truly, uh, blossomed in my uncomfortability. Good words. <laughs> uncomfortability. Good, good words. That's like, it's really interesting because... I feel like I feel that, but I have gotten to a point of, like, well, fuck it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's due to going to a Mormon college for four years. Oh, interesting. Um, And, like, sticking that out, because literally every single day I got stared at and got, like, mean comments. Right. And, like, I look pretty normal now. Yeah. Um, But back back then, and not to say I was, like, anything interesting, Uh but... Like, I would have bright red hair, or I had bright purple hair, which mm-hmm. was against the rules, or yeah, I had, like, was. silver hair, or I would wear, like, ripped jeans. Oh, no, God, high, no. Or and leggings. And those were against the rules. I, yeah, and, like, <laughs> like, literally just, like, normal clothing. Yeah. But it was, you know, scandalous or whatever. Right. And just, like, I got comments all the time. I got stares all the time. And I got to the point where I would just lunge at people, like, like a <gasps> monkey. Like, I would just go, like, ugh. Like, just like come at me. I can see. Oh the, hey! Oh hey! I can see the lunge in my in my head so well. I can yeah, see like I wouldn't lunge. say anything, but just like fuck with me. Like right. what? Do you want to come tell me that I'm a bad person because my hair is red? Right. Let's fight. Right. Oh my god! And so I think I've gotten to a point where like I feel that, and uh-huh. I can feel. I have, like, outfits or things where, like, I feel comfortable, like, this is, like, no one's going to be looking at me. Right. And then I have, like, outfits or things that I like, but I know that, like, people are going to have opinions about it. Right. And when I wear those things, I even if no one gives a shit, mm-hmm. I feel self-conscious. Right. But then t- I take it to a step of just, like, well, fuck them. <laughs> like, right. I don't. What are they going to do? Right. And that's, that's a good, that's... Uh, just say fuck them. That's a good attitude to have. And God damn it, Kindred, you sent me a Marco Polo before you went to the movie, uh-huh. and you looked beautiful. So hey, fuck everybody. Listen, wait, listen. Um, I after I sent you that Marco Polo, I did so good on my makeup today, guys. I just want you to know the Tarte Shape Tape Concealer. It's true. <laughs> it's all hype. true. <laughs> the hype, exactly. But um, we went to. I put on like a dark purple black lipstick, and girl, I was looking good. Listen, I have some jeans on that I just, mm, I looked good. But anyway, we went on to Jimmy John's after um the movie. <gasps> I had Jimmy John's. <gasps> what did you get? Um, I got a number six with no cucumber. Add onions and hot peppers. Oh, yum! I got a number twelve. Beach Club. Uh, no mayonnaise, <laughs> no mayo. Uh, but the the cashier, he was a short, but he was. I caught him checking me out, and it was like, 
It made me oh. so happy. Like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, that was the first Validation. time in... That was, like, the first time in actual years. I was like, thank you, short little man. That's nice of you. That's really funny, because my <laughs> reaction to anyone looking at me is like, what do you want? Oh, no, me too. But, <laughs> like, leave me alone. But it's like, I wasn't looking at him, and then I caught him looking, and he, he saw that I had noticed, and I was like, it's okay. It's okay and today. <laughs> when is your guys' date? Um, well, I, he's probably a couple years young for me, and he's uh, at least a foot too short for me, so. Kindred, you're never. being heightest. I am, though. I like tall guys. At least my height are taller. But, I mean, you know, I want to say beggars can't be choosers, but you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to be choosy, and I'm not. Are you begging, though? I'm, no, no, I'm not at all. I'm just saying, like, as a single lady, and I think especially oh god i have so many oh my god we're 40 minutes and yet here i go i I just like i feel as like a single uh woman in her Mm mid-20s um there's a lot of stigma that comes with that and mostly negative from the media and it's fine and like i get it (laughs) but like i feel like um a single woman in their mid-20s to late 20s get a lot of like that they're all desperate (laughs) Oh, and and that, that like I hate it anyway. So that's why I said beggars can't be choosers because we're supposed to. We're all very we're all very desperate. Except if I was desperate, I guess I would probably be doing something about it, and I'm not. So well, anyway, that sorry. brings me to a point that I was going to bring up a while ago. Oh, good. About you guessed it, Mormonism. Oh fuck yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> so I was thinking that part of my quarter life crisis is uh-huh. because I don't have children. Yeah. Which I'm happy with. Yeah. At this point in my life, I don't want children. I'm, my plan is to reevaluate this position in four to five years. Perfect. Which is a completely reasonable plan. Right. Um, but I grew up Mormon. As Uh if you've listened to this podcast, you should know by now. Yeah. And in the Mormon culture, um, if you don't have some kids. (laughs) Yeah. If you don't have those damn kids while you're in your 20s. Lord knows you're you're blah 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 blah. I and, don't even know. And God forbid you're single past the age of twenty. God forbid. I feel like part of the panic must come from that culture and that like. And I, huh? And I I agree. I I just like I think that's a hundred percent accurate. And it's weird because I'm just I'm so not in that culture anymore. And yet there's still like I still feel that pressure, yeah. which is absolutely bizarre. And it's something that I shouldn't feel. Yeah. And yet, and yet, here we you are. Know. Yeah, I remember like, um, I don't know. I remember feeling panicked about like not being married mm-hmm. when I was like twenty one, and that's yeah. really yeah, pretty fucked up. <laughs> it's re- really fucked up. Um, I want to relay a story that I know you know because you were there and we've talked about, but um, just for the podcast, listeners. I will. I'll go and say <laughs> something's going crazy with oh. my audacity. Okay. I think it's still recording, but it okay. keeps freezing. But anyway, we'll we'll see what comes <laughs> out of this episode. Maybe we'll just get the first ten minutes of us actually talking about the album. Yeah. Um. <laughs> no, there was. I'm gonna say his real name because I don't know his last name, but and he'll never listen to this. But when I was at BYUI with Riley, uh, we were in a ward together. It's a group congregation of humans, Mormons. <laughs> uh, but Dwight. He was a oh, short little, my God. short, short little man. He had to be what four nine, like yeah, <laughs> like I, 11, I was taller maybe. than him, significantly. You were taller, taller than yep. Him. And he was his. He lived up to the Dwight name of just kind of being an asshole, glasses and an asshole, and just. But Riley and I were what we were upstairs in one of those buildings with him for some reason. I don't remember the details, but he. You know what? Now that I'm telling the story, I'm thinking this might just be a you story, but I feel like I was in the room. Okay. Anyway. I think I might know what you're talking about. And if you are, then it was me Uh and him outside of a building. But it wasn't, like, our apartment. Okay. Should I tell the story? (laughs) Well, maybe let me finish. Yeah, and I'll I'll see if it's a different one. It's completely wrong. But I do know there was a time that the three of us were in a room at some point. But he was, he was talking about, um, there was a girl, he was like, he was what, 24 at the time? Yeah, I know exactly what you're gonna say. No, he was 28. Okay, 
Oh, it's 28. Okay, you tell the story then. Please, please, please. So, I think I must have just relayed this to you, but, um... Yeah. I, my job in this ward, they give people mm-hmm. quote-unquote callings, quote-unquote given to you by God, um, and my <laughs> my job was to make the, like, weekly program that, like, had the hymns we would sing and the speakers and mm-hmm. all that shit. Mm-hmm. So... That's what it was. I was... Yeah. No, I was there. We were folding programs. Okay. That's what it was. And, um, Dwight, for some reason was talking about some girl, and she uh-huh. was... Do you know the age? Because I don't remember. She was tw- She was 24. If he was 28, so she was he's 24. He's 28. He says this girl's 24, and he says, yeah, I don't want to date her, because if she's not married by age 24, there's something wrong with her. <laughs> and we're like, uh uh-huh. What? Excuse you? And he is like, he's the definition of beggars can't be choosers. Not to be just completely cruel, except I was just well, then. Well, like, there's someone for um, everyone and blah, 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 blah. But he's, he's definitely yeah. not for everybody. And he was short nope. and he was a jerk. Uh-huh. And he was 28 fucking years old. And I was like, well, if you're not married by 28, there must be something <laughs> wrong with you then. Like, what the? F- I don't understand. Also, he was still in college. Yeah, what the, what was he doing with his life? This is an undergraduate um, program, people. An undergraduate program. Yeah, and he later went on to work at J.C. Penney with my sister Phoebe. Are you serious? So I'm dead serious, and he was always real gross to her. I would see him around town so. sometimes, and I would literally run. Yeah, it's he, he's to be avoided. He's to be avoided. Wow. So all as I can say is, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just, but that's the thing that you hear a lot. And we're like two girls sitting there and like, Uh I guess because we were 19 or whatever, we we just had to be like, well, we'll be married by then. Don't you worry. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Which I'm going to, I'm just going to, in my defense, I am married Uh and I got married when I was 22, (laughs) but Uh I certainly didn't plan life this way. Right, and I, in my defense, I'm almost 25, and I was planning on being married, so... I was planning on never getting married. I'm very happily married, I'm very happy to be married, I love being married, Mm -hmm. but that was, my, literally my plan was to, like, get old, get a lot of dogs, and then, like, live in a cabin by myself. (laughs) God, and my, my plan is to not be single forever, but, uh... Hashtag... Hashtags. Hashtag forever single. Oh, just oh fuck, fuck no. Twenty eighteen, the year of kindred. Still being okay. Just kidding. Twenty eighteen, the year of kindred. Still being single. Anyway, what I wanted to say anyway. was one hundred percent electronica bonus tracks by George Clanton. Um, I would give it nine thumbs. It's a really good album. You should check it out if you mm-hmm. like dancey things. If you like fun things, it might be free. Yeah. Kindred, how many thumbs? Eight thumbs, and we talked about it for 47 minutes about how great this album is. I can't believe we did it. I know, wow. I mean, I just had a lot to say about each and every track (laughs) and how in detail the specific points that I liked about them. And we're both doing really well mentally, so don't even question it. (laughs) We've had a great great holiday break. (laughs) 2017 has been great to us, and you know what? We've got a bright future. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag quarter life crisis. (laughs) <laughs> hashtag okay. pray for kindred therapist <laughs> so many hashtag forever single okay um and with that you guys thank you for staying with us uh we've got a really really special segment now and it's called whistling real good with riley all right kindred this is where if you're not familiar with the segment i whistle a tune by the way i cannot mm-hmm. whistle um uh-huh. and kindred guesses it yeah all right you ready yes Until you guess. Okay. <laughs> it's it's just gone so many places. I've had about ten different guesses. What if I what if I just start singing it? <laughs> well, hang on. Wait. Let me give you my guesses before you start singing it, which will give it away. Okay. Um. Well, I feel like it was something from The Wizard of Oz. No. And then oh god. I thought, and then I thought maybe it's something um like a. 
like a disco song. But you did a disco song last time. I did. Um, and then that was where it. Then I couldn't think of anything else, right? Does that give it away? Um, no, not even a little. Okay, I'll just sing it. Um, okay. Well, no, I want you to guess it. Um, um, I'll give you a hint. Okay. Um, well, let me see. I, uh, okay. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure it's on Pet Sounds. Oh, oh, that's exactly yeah, Good Vibrations. It's not Good Vibrations at all. <laughs> oh, damn it. God damn it. Um, okay. Well, um, something off of Pet Sounds. Ba, 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 ba. Nope. Is that still a Good Vibrations? No, that's it. That's the song. <laughs> Well then, wait. What the what the Wouldn't fuck? Wouldn't it be song? nice if we if were older, we older, and we didn't have, have to, to wait, wait so, so long? long. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dang it. Wouldn't well, it be nice? hey, I was far off, but um, here's just a little anecdote. <laughs> I want to say something our... from Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> I listen. It's all good. I, I can't mean, fucking whistle. I you did a great job. It's okay. Thank you. Um, I just want everyone to know that there was a time uh, when Riley and I were 19 or 20 and we danced, danced to pet sounds on her driveway. That's true. In front of our neighbors. And I enjoyed it highly. As full grown adults. Yeah. Not not as like 14 year olds. No. As 20 year olds. Yeah. During like a college <laughs> break, I think. Yep. yep. And I have fond one, memories one of does. it. Fond memories. Oh, me too. I, I, I love that story. Um, anyway, Ryan, do you want to uh, take us out with our famous clothes and catchphrase? God, do I have to do everything? Um, <sighs> you do. Let me think. <sighs> okay, so it's the end of the holidays. It's the end of my birthday, which marks the end of my holidays. <laughs> so I just want to say to everyone out there, um, our famous clothes and catchphrase which is uh, keep on keeping on. Don't kill yourself in 2018. And I'm not even being <laughs> facetious. Let's just all hold on together. Um, if you, we can do it. If you need someone to talk to, this sounds like a plug, but it's not. Follow us at X Important Pod on Twitter. Send me a DM. I will totally reply. I'm a great listener. I'm a great talker. Kindred, I won't speak for her, but she talks and listens great to me. So, if you need someone to talk to, we have a small little community here. Give us a give us a shout out. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Bye-bye. Right. Bye listeners. Bye-bye. Bye.